Hello and a very warm welcome to another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Coming up... With fuel prices continuing to surge, staff are saying that HMRC's approved mileage rates for business use of their own cars are no longer enough. What can you do to help that won't come with an additional tax and NI charge? Keep listening to find out. Plus, if you're a director, you probably assume that you're protected by its limited liability status. But is that always the case? We explain the reality. And please don't forget to visit indicator-flm.co.uk to download our series of free mini guides to tax and HR matters. There's no obligation whatsoever. You're listening to Tips and Advice for Business, the weekly podcast that trawls through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized advice and realistic solutions to everyday challenges. And all this in just a few short minutes, because we know that your time is precious. The Tips and Advice for Business podcast is freely available on all the usual platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon and Deezer and is brought to you by those ever so nice people at Indicator FL Memo. For supporting information, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk. Your host today is Duncan Callow, solicitor and publisher. Well, the cost of living crisis is touching practically every aspect of our business and personal lives, and that includes filling up the car or van with petrol or diesel. And in fact, with fuel prices hitting new highs, your employees are saying that HMRC's mileage rates for business use of their cars are no longer enough. You're willing to pay more, but what might be the tax and NI consequences, and can you mitigate them? Well, the fact is that employees who use their private vehicles for business journeys are entitled to claim a tax deduction at an HMRC-approved amount according to the number of miles travelled. Alternatively, employers, businesses, you, in effect, can pay your staff an equivalent tax-exempt mileage allowance. And in fact, this latter option is the preferable one because it's free of NI contributions, whereas the tax deduction does not reduce the NI liability for employee or employer. What about these rates? Well, they haven't actually gone up in over a decade. Although, to be fair, motoring costs haven't increased hugely in that time either, but they have gone up. Now, of course, fuel prices are surging and businesses are under pressure from their staff to pay higher mileage rates. What are they? Well, the tax-free amount for a car or van is 45p per mile for the first 10,000 business miles, and then it's 25p per mile. And the NI-free amount is 45p per mile. You could pay more. As an employer, that's that's your choice. You could, you could pay more than this 45p or 25p rate. But then what happens? Well, the excess must be reported on Form P11D as a benefiting kind. And for NI purposes, you must add the excess to the employee's salary and charge it to Class 1NI. Now, you might be able to mitigate the tax and NI cost on excess mileage payments with other tax and NI-free travel-related payments, which are benchmark subsistence payments, incidental overnight expenses, and working rule agreement allowances. If it's your policy to not pay employees subsistence when they travel on business, or reimburse at a rate less than HMRC's tax and NI-exempt allowances, that's the 45p and 25p figures we talked about, you could make one of these payments to top up the tax and NI-free mileage allowance to partly compensate your employee for any shortfall. 
this might sound a little complicated, but in fact, it's pretty straightforward. But let's give you a practical example to bring it to life. So Richard is a high rate taxpayer and is employed by ACOM at their head office. On average, he makes six journeys and drives 500 business miles per month in his own car. On average, each trip lasts 10 hours. Now, ACOM agrees that 60 p per mile, which is 15 p per mile over the HMRC approved figure, would be reasonable. But in a year, that would cost Richard £389 in tax and, and NI and ACOM £135 in NI. When on a business journey, Richard usually buys a sandwich and a drink at lunchtime for £5, which ACOM reimburses tax and NI free. However, what it could do is pay him HMRC's £10 benchmark subsistence rate. This would give Richard an extra £360 per year tax and NI free. That's the equivalent of paying Richard an extra 15p per mile for 2,400 of the 6,000 miles he travels. So you can see how, with a little bit of lateral thinking, it is possible to mitigate the effect of uh, paying a little bit over HMRC's approved rates for business mileage in an employee's own car's own car. Anyway, hope you found this helpful uh, and it gives you some food for thought. If you're the director of a company, then you'd probably assume that you're protected by its limited liability status. But is that always the case? Well, the basis of the limited liability is that all the debts incurred by the company are its liabilities and not those of the shareholders or the directors of the company. But there are exceptions, aren't there always, uh, to this, such as where the director is suspected of being involved in fraud or in relation to wrongful trading under the Insolvency Act. Let's look a little, a little bit deeper at the fraud situation. Now, if a director is found guilty of being knowingly party to the company carrying on its business with intent to defraud creditors or another person, such as investors, they can face a fine and or up to 10 years in prison. Now, to bring this into sharp focus, only in February 2022, so just a few months ago, the finance director of IT managed services provider Redcentric was found guilty of making false statements and false accounting, which misled investors and auditors. She was sentenced to three years in prison and ordered to fine and ordered to pay one hundred and twenty thousand pounds. Now, a finance director role not only involves oversight of a company's financial health, but also includes regulatory and statutory reporting and being involved in setting the strategic direction for the business. When a company is in good financial health, juggling the various roles will be manageable, as you'd expect. However, when the business is in difficulty and stress levels are high the director could find themselves under pressure to find a solution, in inverted commas, to a company's financial problems when an easy solution can't be found. So if you're in this situation, you're under stress, you're feeling some pressure from above, what can you do to protect yourself? Well, decisions often often need to be taken quickly and there's little time to keep detailed records of conversations. However, and this is really vital, in a fraud investigation, such records become invaluable. The old adage of, if it isn't written down, it didn't happen, can become the basis of a line of inquiry. So to protect yourself, especially when decisions are taken, which could, without additional information, be questionable, make sure that you keep contemporaneous and adequate notes of important conversations. Follow up these conversations with emails and file them appropriately. If anyone later scrutinizes your decisions, you'll be able to evidence your rationale behind them. 
Well, can you believe it? We've reached the end of another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. But don't worry, we'll be back again soon. And we will be considering the question of how gross does gross misconduct have to be to warrant summary dismissal? And if you receive a letter from HMRC asking for repayment of a self-employment income support scheme grant, what should you do? All will be revealed. But for now, thank you for sharing your time with us and goodbye. You've been listening to the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Every week, we trawl through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized tips, advice and solutions. For more information about our products and services, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk. 